Hello, friends. Welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 11th day of April. I'm Paul, and thanks for joining me in Mark chapter 6. It's verse 47. Now, when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. What a dramatic setup by the gospel writer Mark. Just to remind you, we talked about this yesterday from verses 45 and 46, where Jesus made his, begged his disciples. The English says made, but the Greek is closer to uh, invited them strongly, urged them strongly, get in the boat, go to the other side. And then Jesus sent the multitude away. And once he had done that, he went and he prayed. And so you've got a group of scared disciples. Last time they were told to go to the other side, they had a big storm. They thought they were going to die. Now, worse, Jesus is sending them across by themselves. This makes me wonder um, two things. One, I wonder if what Jesus originally wanted to do whenever they went across the water in Mark chapter 4, is I wonder if he wanted to walk on water. Because in Mark chapter 4, they took him in the boat as he was. Um, That's just a fun way of trying to imagine that maybe what Jesus is about to do, which, spoiler alert, is walk on water. Maybe he was trying to get him to do that two chapters ago. But I actually lean towards... Jesus is sending them by themselves so that they'll have to figure out how to handle the storm. I think that's at least part of it because when he was with them last time, they didn't do a very good job. They woke him up, Master, aren't you, don't you care that we perish? Now he sends them, and I'm wondering if he sends them thinking, okay, they're going to be alone. Let's see if they can handle it. We do know that the wind is going to be strong, but it doesn't seem as if there's a storm. Let's keep reading. He saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now, about the fourth watch of the night, this is somewhere in the middle of the night, about 3 a.m., he came to them walking on the sea and would have passed them by, which is Mark's way of telling us that he's not walking directly towards their boat. He's walking towards where they're going, but he's taking a little easier route. He's going as the bird flies. They have been influenced by the wind. Here comes the one whose walk is not swayed by the wind. He doesn't lean to the left or lean to the right. He just beelines it to the other side. They are in a vessel that is being swayed by the wind. There's probably a great allegory there for all of us in the journey of life being swayed by the wind. And I'm not saying we're sinning. I'm saying we're living. And in living, we get swayed by the wind and we fight against it and we wear ourselves out. And here comes Jesus walking on the sea, showing us a better way. And the only way to participate in his way is to come out from where we are and walk where he walks. This becomes the great allegory for moving away from the system we know to go into the system we don't know. Moving away from the the wood-bottomed boat that keeps us from drowning and stepping out onto a sea in which there's no way we're going to be able to survive without Jesus. This is a total transition from one system to another system of rowing against the wind and walking 
through the wind. When he saw, when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and they cried out in verse 49. For they all saw him and were troubled. Notice they've cried and they're troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. A little closer in the Greek is not just be of good cheer, but be courageous. Guys, bring your courage up and be of good cheer. Do not be afraid. I I think it's spectacular that Jesus' comment to them has to do with cheer and losing their fear. In the midst of rowing against the wind, this contrary storm, uh, Jesus is encouraging cheerfulness. This doesn't even make sense. I mean, think about it. I'm not condemning the text. I'm, I'm just saying from a, from a practical human standpoint, this does not make sense. You don't say to people who are fighting the wind, be of good cheer, be not afraid. You can only say this from the place of standing on the water where Jesus is. Only from outside the vessel looking in can you show someone, hey, there's a better way. I'm out here walking on the water. This would be better than fighting inside that boat. I am convinced that the life of faith is better than the life of material struggle, fighting against the wind. Even though the life of faith gives you no guarantees for what's under your feet, the life of faith requires you to hold Jesus' hand The life of faith requires you to trust Him on the journey. The life of faith is lonely. Most people are going to stay inside the boat. In fact, Mark doesn't tell that famous story of Peter getting out of the boat and walking on the water. I'm not entirely sure why Mark would leave it out, especially when you consider that it's believed that Mark was telling the stories as he had heard Peter tell them. But maybe Peter, and I know we're, we're arguing from silence, so just go with me for a moment. Maybe Peter doesn't, doesn't tell Mark or maybe told him but said don't write it down because he was ashamed of himself. Or maybe Peter didn't want the other disciples to feel bad. I kind of think it might be that one. If I'd walked on the water, even if I sank, I'm still the only one that walked on water. When I get back to the boat, you're going to hear about it. I know I'm drenched, but I'm like, you didn't get out there and walk. (laughs) For whatever reasons, it's left out. I want to stop today. I know there's more to say, and we'll say it tomorrow, but I want to stop with be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. Let that speak to you today as you are fighting against the wind in the system of your home, your heart, your marriage, your work, your money, your mind, your body. It is I. Be of good cheer. Be not afraid. God bless.